Welcome to Fresh Off the Boat. My name is Arjun Seth and I run Edbrand, which is a consulting company based out of Gurgaon, India. We work with high school kids and uh, mentor them to find right fit colleges in countries like the US, UK, Canada, Singapore. Uh, in today's episode, I'm delighted to be chatting with Amiteshwar Singh. Amiteshwar is a student I've known since 2017. And in 2018, he also graduated from high school in Amritsar and then went to uh, UC Davis, University of California, Davis near Sacramento. So Amiteshwar, welcome to this uh, session. And I'd really want you to uh, begin by introducing yourself in your own words, let's just say, and yeah. then uh, talking about your experience of settling in on campus. How was it like? All right, so I'm Amiteshwar. I graduated from high school in Amritsar in 2018. And right now I'm finishing my second year, my sophomore year at UC Davis. So it's actually been a pretty nice journey for me. So because I went from a small town to another small town, which which wasn't a which wasn't a big transition for me because I was already used to that small town feeling. So I actually like pretty much eased into it. Plus, I was lucky to find friends initially in the starting days. So yeah, I was able to build a community around myself, and it's been it's been fine. Great. So in terms of academic choices that you had to make. And how did you choose the classes? Did you place out of a few classes? How does the computer engineering program that you first enrolled with uh, pan out? And why did you switch to the College of Arts and Sciences and pursue uh, computer science there? Yeah, so I came in as a uh, as major in computer science and engineering, which falls under College of Engineering. Uh, as that, as CSC, you have to take a lot more classes: electrical engineering, physics and the other stuff. Whereas in College of Letters and Sciences, I only need to focus on the software stuff. So I took uh, engineering classes, especially physics and circuits in my first two years. And I figured out it wasn't exactly what I wanted because my my uh, interest was more towards software stuff. So I just found it more beneficial for me to just switch into College of Letters and Sciences. Makes sense, yeah. And go ahead with the software. So how does one like, when you look at the whole plethora of software uh, opportunities that you have as a CS major, what are the different paths you had in front of you and which ones did you choose? Like could be, you know, web app, AR, VR, could be internet of things, anything else, data science, ML, ML AI. What are the choices that typically students have as they mm. move towards their junior, senior years. And what did you do? Yeah, so yeah, as you said, AI and ML is a big thing. However, the, we also have a pretty good like blockchain community going on in Davis. So yeah, I was part of blockchain club for a while, but didn't go too much. But there was this thing called a university rover challenge, where we build a Mars rover. And we actually made the GUI, the graphical user interface for it. And we participated in that competition. But AI and ML, they're the biggest two, as you said, the two fields that students go in. Great. And in terms of your gen ed requirements in the arts and sciences, which courses did you find to be uh, interesting or even annoying because they distracted you from your CS major? But what do you see the, reason, the purpose for having to do English, mm -hmm. humanities, social sciences when you're very clear about CS? What have you learned from those classes? 
so like i actually have one course which was both most interesting one and the most annoying one and it's the one which i just took in this past quarter it's, it was actually uh, history about uh, the us history from mid 19th century until like 20th century but so what i learned from it was obviously the historical part about it but one more thing like it it teaches you a lot how to actually write stuff because being a cs major i'm not like writing is one of my strengths but like being in this class really taught me how to like write paragraphs write like big 1800 word essays which yeah which were annoying a lot but yeah that stuff and like how to like analyze historical events from different points of views and go go about them excellent so in terms of clubs or organizations you mentioned that you joined the blockchain thing mm -hmm. and what are the other things that you've explored extracurricular wise or even tangentially sort of linked to your interests yeah so um i have explored a lot of stuff but i haven't like followed through with a lot of them depending upon what the opportunities are and what um how, how big they can be in terms of that but as i said the university rover challenge it's actually a worldwide university challenge where each university has to make their own rover and so we as, as part of the uc davis team we actually made a rover we designed one and like we actually went we passed a preliminary round which is like like the first round and being a uc davis team passing a preliminary round is actually a big thing in the first try because it usually takes them like two or three tries so that was fascinating congratulations round. that's great what about things which are just for fun what are the what are the extracurriculars or club societies do you sort of participate in um as for fun um i actually just like i just like hanky i like to hang out with friends and stuff i'm not really big into that but i'm just but there's a lot of uh, volunteering opportunities in davis plus sacramento though so people usually go for them like there's especially like for the men like for people with like disabilities and stuff there's a lot for them in davis interesting so how is davis as a town you know people who haven't visited they think it's just a uh, you know middle of cornfields there's this university and of course uh, once you start living there you know it's different so what is the perception you had <laughs> and how did that change well i actually did have a perception of like it was going to be a really small town which is like which was exactly in the middle of nowhere close to this big city called sacramento and it's it actually is what people say it is but the thing is like why like once you're in davis like if you build a community around yourself it's actually not, it's actually not that bad plus i came from a small town so like coming from a small town to another small town it wasn't a hard transition for me so i was able to like build a community for myself and like just just like i said just hang out with friends and stuff great yeah, in terms of being pretty close to the bay area silicon valley and uh, connections to internships and jobs do you see that as a career services uh, uh, you know resources that are available to you at davis link you to such opportunities yeah we we do have like a lot of career fairs happening every quarter with where companies come from silicon valley and they'll have their own booths and stalls set up also there's a lot of our uh, alumni going towards the bay area so that is also pretty good alumni network for anyone who wants to work in the bay area so that so how, how does your plans sort of pan out once you're in your rising say 
senior year when internships are obviously very important or even earlier uh, do you have already explored certain opportunities and how does one work with career services or alumni to land those internships well yeah i, I was actually working working in this process of applying for internships and then taking technical rounds for different uh, companies but then as we know that the pandemic happened so like everything went like everyone everything went to standstill but apart from that people usually start applying for internships in early january and stuff and it's the connections which you make throughout the clubs and stuff and the career fairs which help you plus the career and guiding counseling services they help you out with the resume and stuff and they tell you which which activity is more relevant to today's market and which would help most so what kind of uh, industries or companies or projects would you like to do uh, if you so were right to now, graduate mm-hmm. and have a job what would be an ideal sort of job for you right now i'm thinking of doing something in the esports industry in the esports area because that's one of the really big industries coming up right now so i was thinking of implementing some sort of ai into the esports uh area and then probably just making something out of there so tell us a little bit more about the esports industry of course uh, the pandemic has changed things and maybe uh, might act as a catalyst for for that industry to do even more and launched innovative sort of things what is your understanding of esports and how it will change if the in person experience is going to be limited in the future well I, i think it actually has really big potential especially with everything going on where you cannot where you do not have as many opportunities to go out and meet people so like everything is pretty much online and esports it's just grown as compared to other industries and i mean just last year it made more than the music industry and the film industry in the us combined so i just see a lot of potential in it plus there's there's way more potential of growth because there's not a lot of people still playing esports so i think it's it's just going to go up from here okay and what are the applications of ai in say esports what kind of uh, work you think people do once they join say ea sports or whatever any other such firm so that that's more of a graphic designer thing i was i'm more interested towards making like an e coach for different games so like there's there's they have like professional competitions for games like let's say league of legends which is really big in in the east like south korea and stuff and they they usually have like in person coaches teaching them so if someone can add, automate that coaching experience for them i do feel there's a big uh, opportunity there that's fascinating love to know more about that as you sort of progress in this career in this uh, very unique field uh so it is lovely getting to know you but, but i'm sure the viewers would want to know more about you so i'm ask, i'm going to ask you a few rapid fire questions uh what are the three words that describe your strengths what do you think are the adjectives you'd pick for this um i would say uh determined uh driven and focused okay my next question is during this time of lockdown and sort of self isolation uh, what have you realized about yourself what is it that you would want to do to improve 
yeah, I do feel that this lockdown has given everyone an opportunity to, to like slow down, like have a perspective on stuff. But yeah, one thing that I've, um, I think that would be like, uh, yeah, I think I need like a sense of community way more than I thought I would, because everyone's like holed up in their own places and stuff, and like, yeah, I just gotten to know the importance of human connection way more than before, and important community to like help you. My last question is about you know, dealing with failure, uncertainty, and say embarrassing moments in your life, etc. So if you could reflect on any of those and tell us what you think as to advice that you can give people who are dealing with uncertainty or not being able to grapple with failure or an embarrassment. Um, I would just say that an embarrassing experience is like you going out of your comfort zone and like things not really working out. But I would actually suggest an embarrassing experience because it just makes you go out of your comfort zone. And that's just the worst that, that could happen. And like there's way more positives to it. Uh, as for uncertainty and stuff, I mean, I'm still, I'm still, a, I'm still a, a sophomore. But I would just say that have trust in the process and just keep on going. Thank you so much, Amitish. It was so fun reconnecting with you. And uh, your responses were honest, authentic. Uh, I'm sure listeners would have more questions for you. So we'll send in uh, uh, some questions along the way. And also, we'll be organizing a few panels. And if your time zone issues permit, we'll want you to join as well. So thanks for your time. Look forward to reconnecting soon. Sure.